Jonathan Tropper's 2009 novel, This Is Where I Leave You, is now a major motion picture, for which he also wrote the screenplay. We had a chance to speak with him during a recent screening of the film. I was in the Graduate School of Arts and Science for uh, writing, and um, it was the first time I was surrounded by other people who had the same aspirations that I did and who made it seem sort of like something you could actually accomplish. And, and you know, it was just, you know, it was, I was 20, I was a little young. I was one of the younger people in the program. I was about 21 when I started it, or 22. But uh, I, it was just the first time it really... It's the first time I really felt like I could actually do this because I was in this place that was dedicated to it. And, you know, we had these fantastic teachers and just all the other students that I was working with who were so committed to this path. It, it sort of really validated for me that this was a, a dream to chase, you know. And how did the idea for the, this book come about? Was this based on an experience that you had? Uh, not really. I, I actually, I was living in the suburbs for a while. And... Um, it occurred to me, you know, right, I wanted to write a downward spiral about a man in the suburbs uh, who was kind of losing everything. And, you know, so the opening of the book where he walks in and finds his wife in bed with his boss, like in that moment, it sounds like a joke, but like in that moment he loses his marriage, his home, and his job. And the way I look at it is if you live in the suburbs and you don't have a marriage, a home, and a job, do you actually exist? So I kind of wanted to tackle that big existential question. But... I was writing the book and it wasn't going very well. And then um, about 120 pages in, I wrote a chapter where Judd goes back home for his father's 70th birthday. And that's when we first meet his siblings. And as soon as I started writing about that family, the book came alive for me for the first time and I realized I needed to give the family that book, Mm -hmm. or give the book over to that family. And then the question just became, how do you do that? Because why would Judd spend more than 10 minutes with this crazy family? And you know, that's when they came up with the idea of making them Jewish and making it a shiva, mm-hmm. and that would force him to be home with them for seven days. Now, I know it's difficult sometimes for a writer to see their novel uh, adapted for the screen because a lot of times they're not involved in that process. Right. Um, can you talk a little bit about what the process was like for you turning the novel into screenplay? Uh, yeah, it was a very long and uh, challenging and sometimes heartbreaking process. Um, you know, uh, this is not a movie that necessarily lends itself to a studio version. Um, but, you know, even if I wanted to make the independent version, there would have been years of raising money and trying to attract talent and, and all of that. Um, you know, I, I wrote the script. I wrote the first draft of the script fairly quickly and... Then, you know, I went through many subsequent drafts. The producers were really hard on me in a good way to sort of get the best uh, version out of me. And at the same time, they were going through potential directors and cast. And, you know, and, and, you know the project stalled more than a few times on the, on the casting end and the producing end. Um, you know, a studio really can only make this movie under certain circumstances. And Warner Brothers was really supportive. But at the same time, you weren't going to change the culture there. And you had to line it up right. And... So it was a it was a it was a six year process with many drafts and and a lot of frustration and many times where I kind of almost gave up and then you know finally um, when it looked like all was lost um, at that point Sean Levy who I'd been working with on some other films who had always loved the book and wanted this one finally saw his opportunity to jump in and take over and as soon as he came in you know the whole thing just started on a very fast train to production. Mm-hmm. 
And when you're doing writing a screenplay, are you making edits all along throughout the process? Or? Yeah, you're constantly in screenwriting. I mean, you, you write the first, you, you write the draft that's going to attract your cast and get the studio hot on it and all that. But then, you know, there there are changes you have to make based on who you cast. There are changes you have to make based on budget, based on location. Um, changes you make because as you're getting closer to production, um, you start getting input from the actors, you start getting input from the director and uh, and the producers. Everyone's just studying it and, and really now that you have the green light, now the pressure's on to make the best movie you can. So yeah, and, and Sean and I also, we collaborate really well. We spend time on set rewriting scenes that we were going to shoot two hours later and coming up with really the best moments we could. Did you have any say at all in the casting? There's a chapter at the end of the book where Jane Fonda is mentioned. Right. I forgot about that <laughs> until we were actually on set and somebody mentioned it to me. And then I went over to Jane and I said, I totally forgot, but you're mentioned in the book. And she looked at me and she goes, I know. <laughs> I know. But uh, no, I had no real say. I mean, that's not something uh, in general that the screenwriter uh, or the novelist uh, has any kind of approval over. I felt really comfortable. Sean and I are good friends, and I'd worked with him on numerous projects. And I felt really uh, comfortable at how protective he was of the material. And you know, and that as he would let me know each time somebody committed, I just couldn't believe how deep he his he, how deep the bench was getting. It was it's really there. You know, really an incredible cast he assembled. Right. Do you have a favorite place to write? Not really. Um, I, you know, because now I work in television and film, and I'm still writing books. I pretty much am working a lot, and wherever I am, wherever I have the hours to write, I write. I don't, you know, I prefer not to be in loud, noisy places, but um, I write wherever I can write. What other projects are you currently working on? Um, I'm doing some studio rewrites now, which I was doing uh, in between projects just to kind of. Uh, you know, flex some other muscles, do some genre stuff, a little science fiction, and um, I'm doing that. And I'm uh, I, I just committed actually um, to adapting a memoir uh, that Steve Carell had optioned at Warner Brothers, and I'll be uh, writing that. It's a memoir by by David Menash, uh, who is a uh, a teacher who developed brain cancer and you know set off on this journey across America to visit all his former students and. Um, and so, you know, Carell optioned that, and I got involved, and, and I'm really excited to undertake that. And then I'm, I'm developing some other television projects as well to see, see what we can get on the air. Cool. That's it. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for talking to us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. For more information on Jonathan, visit jonathantropper.com. <laughs>